It's Guy's Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guy's Guy's Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny. Welcome you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins Guy's Guy's Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, get you to think, to feel, and to act. I bring in the guests that I think can add value from all different areas, and you can determine what information you want to extract from them, take away, integrate into your lives, or just say, meh, not for me. That's up to you. But my job is I'm going to go out and get these stories, these journeys, these experiences, and these insights from these very, in my opinion, interesting, fascinating people, and bring them out to you, and I will be your advocate while I'm here. I'll ask the questions that I think you might want to ask while asking the questions that I want to ask just as a regular guy on a spiritual journey, living an ordinary life. That's what we do here on Guys Guys Radio. Can you imagine speaking with beings from another dimension? Wow. So it sounds crazy, but I've talked to other channelers before on the show, and there's some incredible information out there, and it's all good. Whether you believe it or not, that's up to you. I can only tell you from my own experience, you know, we live in frequency, we, everything is energy, so you put the constraints on what is possible. So I've had other channelers on the show, and today we've got a great guest. Her name is Rebecca Dawson, very lovely lady from Perth, Australia, and she is going to uh, have her uh, team, if you will, her guides, interdimensional guides called The Masters, and they're going to channel through her to us on uh, Guys Guys Radio, and also we're going to discuss her new book. It's called The Agreement, and it's basically a lot of channeled teachings and insights from the masters. And so whether you're into, into this or not, or open to this or not, I would ask you to consider this. Just for once, what if? Just consider what if. And listen, and then determine by the end of the show if this is something that you think could be helpful for you or not. And that's, that's all I ask. Give it a shot and see if you're interested. I am, I've been open, and I find that the more open I am, and I don't mean gullible and just go for everything, but listen, I have interviewed over 500 guests for Guys Guys Radio, and I have a pretty good BS radar, and I screen out what I don't want on a show. I qualify my guests, and I only bring guests on who I really believe have something to add and are for real. So I've got Rebecca Dawson. She's fantastic. I worked with her and with her guides called the Masters, and it has been a very uh, real, powerful experience in my life. So I want to have her share some of what she does with you today on Guys Guys Radio. So that's what we're doing. What else is happening? Well, uh, you know, we've got a really crazy things going on now. Uh, the world is in chaos. People are divided. Everybody's gearing up to vote. And I think it's, I think, as I've said before, with this voting thing, and I'm not going to get political, but I think because there's, uh, the things have been pushed to, to the edge of the left side and the right side, it's very divided. It used to be like there's a lot of middle ground. I think we need to get everybody voting as possible. And the reason why, and I don't mean voter fraud, I mean America typically only has half of its eligible voters vote, if you can believe that. So most, half the people sit on the sidelines. They don't even vote in presidential elections. I think because of the state, the country's in with all this polarity and divisiveness and division and COVID, which 
nobody seems to have a good handle on, none of us, and we've kind of been on our own. And it's really trying on people's nerves and people's time and people's wallets, and it's understandable that everybody is saying, what the heck should we do? What can we do? So anything we can do to get our arms wrapped around that and slow it down is for our benefit because, you know, if you don't get to the cause and you just keep trying to address the symptoms, you never solve the problem. So I think the most important thing is get as many people out there voting as possible, regardless of who you vote for, because with all of this polarity and dissension, I think it's important that we hear from everybody and that we have a clean result one way or the other and to say, okay, this is what the people have said. This is how America rocks. We're a democratic republic, and when people vote, we want it to count, and a lot of people feel helpless, helpless, and they're in fear, and they're angry, and I think it's hugely important that everybody has a say in this because it's our country, so let's do it. So that's my point. That's my belief here on Guys Guys Radio. You might think differently. I'm not going to get on which side is which, whatever. I'm just saying get out there and vote. And uh, let's see what happens, and hopefully we'll get through this thing together as Americans and move forward one way or another. So, Guys Guys Radio, as I mentioned, my special guest, Rebecca Dawson. Her book is called The Agreement. I can't wait to get started. It's a really interesting show. I think you're really going to like it. I pre-recorded this interview with Rebecca via Skype a couple of days ago. As you may have known, uh, I had emergency appendectomy about 10 days ago, it's been really rough uh, getting back because there was some infection and I had to take a lot of uh, uh, antibiotics. And as you know, they can really kick your butt. And it's taken me longer to bounce back than I expected, but due to good diet, positive thoughts, uh, having a great team, my wife and son around me to help take care, great doctor, and uh, you know, a combination of Western medicine and and, and Eastern philosophy and, and preventive and uh, drinking natural juices and things like that and getting plenty of rest and hydration. It's all a combination. And I'm getting better, and I'm going to be better than ever. And I know there's a silver lining. I know when something like this happens, it's, it's, it's for a reason. And I'm processing that now, and I'm going to be back bigger and better uh, than ever for myself. So I'm pleased because I'm getting stronger each and every day, and I'm excited about the show, and we're growing exponentially, and it's going to be great. So thanks so much for listening, Guys Guys Radio. Let's get into our interview section of the show with our special guest, Rebecca Dawson. It's Guys Guy Radio. Rebecca Dawson, and she is an international channeler, speaker, and author. She's based in Perth, Australia, and she's been a in her practice for over 25 years. She's worked with over 2,000 people, and her focus in the last 10 years has been on the research and understanding of the shifts that I think we all would agree that are occurring on Earth right now and for Earth and humanity. Um, she has an ability to acutely observe human energy field which has led to an interest in the mapping and documenting of the changes occurring in the human energy energy field and understanding how these changes impact upon human capacity, functionality, and experience of life. It's a pattern of change that is sweeping across humanity and the planet itself. And uh, she has a new book. It's called The Agreement. And um, I'm 
delighted that she is here right now on Guys Guys Radio. And it's interesting because we were both just chatting before we started the show. I'm coming off of uh, uh, emergency appendectomy and uh, Rebecca's coming off a surgery of her own. So we'll do our best to work our way through this uh, radio show and podcast today. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Rebecca. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. And I think that, you know, our physical bodies are always the last things to shift when we have a shift in consciousness. And you and I are getting a definite slowdown now, <laughs> in terms you, of our face. Do you think that, um, you know, the fact that people like us are, and not that we're any different or anything, but you and myself have had uh, 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 kind of emergency um, traumatic experiences as part of this, sh as you think it's part of this shift? Because I've felt incredibly healthy. I the, the day before I had my emergency appendectomy, I, I did 75 push-ups. The day before, I swam 20 laps with my son. Uh, I ran six miles two days before that. And I'm thinking that this, uh, what's happened is catapulting me to another level. I'm not sure what that is yet because I'm not out of the fog yet. What, what are your thoughts? Did you have any thoughts about that for yourself as part of this overall human global consciousness change and shift? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love the way that you begin our conversation with that. You know, I think very typically in terms of metaphysical frameworks of reference, a lot of us who have been on spiritual journeys for a long time, we tend to think um, that, you know, when we go through something physical, whether it be an illness or a disease or something disruptive like that, it's very easy to see that as a problem that needs to be resolved. And for a lot of us, we, you know, we think, well, what is it that I need to correct here? And what is it that I need to resolve within myself? When we start to look at what's expanding with consciousness on the planet and how that's happening right now, we can take a different view of what's happening with the physical body. And this is certainly what we've been doing now for about 15 years is watching these waves of, of what some people call ascension symptoms. We don't really like the word ascension very much. Um, what's happening with the body and the body really is restructuring itself to accommodate a greater vibrational frequency and accommodate more consciousness than it's been able to accommodate before. So, I'm, for example, I've just had a, a pretty major heart attack and I'm young. I go to the gym five times a week. I'm a pretty healthy person, mm -hmm. <laughs> got a good diet. And, and when something like this happens, it's very typical for that, you know, metaphysical framework of thinking to think, well, what is it that I need to correct in myself? Or what is it that was a problem that caused this? Now, in my case, the doctors can't actually find anything that's caused my heart attack. So, you know, it's not like it was a degenerative mm. or something going on there. So we tend to look at it in terms of a major shift that happens very, very quickly. And when your body does have a shock, it actually disarms the limitations on it. So we can tend to think of trauma as something that limits the outcome of our lives and experience going forward. I think we have an opportunity now to see something like a physical trauma or an emotional trauma as a very rapid opportunity for expansion. And I know that I'm certainly getting some feedback. I don't know if, if you are, um, Robert, but friends and colleagues that have been seeing me are saying, wow, you feel different. You look different. Something is different mm -hmm. about you. And I that's, think that's a really good indication of what's mm -hmm. happening. That's interesting. I haven't seen enough people to... Uh 
to tell me anything yet, but uh, um, I'm work, working my way through it. Um, do you think that this is happening all around the planet now, that a lot of people who are on a specific path, uh, and everybody's on their own path, of course, but are a lot of people getting these traumatic surprises because it's necessary for their, uh, uh, as part of their journey? Well, I, I, rather than looking at it as a traumatic surprise, I mean, obviously we could look at it in that way, I look at it as a rapid shift. Okay. Um, and a rapid shift. And it's a rapid disarmament too because there's nothing like a trauma or a shock to disarm you from whatever habitual experiences of control that you have or whatever habitual processes for control that you have. It puts us out of control. And mm -hmm. it's not necessarily our self-control. It's what we are engaged with that we rely upon to know that we're okay. Okay. And I think this is a great return to knowing that we are okay within ourselves, despite what happens. Got it. Okay. Um, let's let's get to uh, you and your background. You are a channeler, and you, uh, as I was reading, you were meditating, wanting to really get to the core of things, and uh, for about 11 days in Bali, which sounds pretty good, staring kind of out at the sun and the sea, <laughs> and, and then you basically said, that's it, I give up, and then it came to you. So what exactly happened? What was it that came to you? And then we'll get into who your guides are and how they communicate with you and all of that. Sure. Well, that first experience for me, you know, I was pretty young. I was 22, 23, and I happened to find myself in, in, uh, in Bali at that time. And my whole focus really was wanting to know or wanting to experience. In At that stage, I was using the word God. I want to know what God is. I want to, to really know it on every level. And so for me, um, I've been reading some spiritual texts for some years. Um, my pathway for that at that time, I thought, was meditation. And I thought that if I focused enough and focused enough that I would get there. Um, but, you know, sitting in the hot sun for 10 or 11 days <laughs> was a bit of a challenge for me. And so I got to the point where I realized I'm just going to give up. I can't do this. And in that moment, there was a huge awakening that happened. And it literally felt like my consciousness expanded to envelop everything. And I became everything. And I had this incredible view of this bay up in East Bali where I was living at the time. And it just looked like every single aspect of consciousness was an extension of one being and that I was one of those extensions. So mm -hmm. it was everything and nothing at once. Um, and it was incredible and it lasted for four days. Wow, uh, that feeling. Yeah, I was, I was completely expanded in my awareness for four days. And I think when you experience something like that, you once you see that you can't unsee it and so can't, it changed everything for me mm -hmm. can't unring the bell right that's right <laughs> so i have uh you know the closest i have been to something like that is uh runner's high running around central park and one time i was running and i just felt i'm out of my body i'm, I'm everything and then of course when i came back down uh, it, it was gone. I thought it was endorphins or whatever, but is it, was that type, the type of feeling that you got, but it just kept going, obviously a lot bigger. It, it wasn't even, there wasn't even an emotional state to it, actually. It was just pure awareness. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I had been channeling for some years before this, but I'd always had a sense of separation from, you know, that I, right. I separate from the wisdom or separate from uh, the masters that came through. And this experience for me, I think, enabled me to realize that it's all one source. It's all one consciousness. And the availability of it was staggering. Now, you mentioned something interesting that you had been channeling prior to this. What uh, what was the uh, uh, inciting incident, if you will, to have channeling come into your life? Uh, well, I'd always been I'd always had the ability to to see beyond the physical from the time I was a young child. Mm -hmm. So I could always, uh, always see energy fields and into the body and uh other realms but I'd never really um, thought about channeling I never really wanted to channel it wasn't something I ever aspired to and I was pretty young when it happened I was just out of high school uh, so that first experience for me I was dabbling actually in some tarot cards I found these Egyptian tarot cards I thought this is interesting because I'd always been attracted to um, to anything to do with Egypt and I was sitting there pulling these cards out for um, for someone who was going through a hard time, I thought I'd practice on them. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then as I was sitting there, all of a sudden, I felt so expanded. I, I used the term marshmallow man. I felt like the marshmallow man out of Ghostbusters. I felt huge. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it wasn't me speaking anymore. It didn't feel like it. So my voice changed and we, I was there for an hour. It felt like about two minutes. And there was all of this information for this person sitting in front of me. Did you get voices in your head or how does the information come to you? Is it intuitive? Is it just knowing? No, or it is not a voice in my head. Uh, it, it occurs spontaneously. And it's, for me, the experience is like listening to it happen. So a part of my, well, the aspect that is me moves to one side and then this conversation happens. So I'm listening to it as the audience or the person sitting in front of me is listening to it. Um, I do get a visual though, which is incredible because it's the multi-dimensional view of the information. And oftentimes it looks like a map of spheres and particularly if we're addressing a person or a, or a particular subject and there's this whole map of spheres and we'll zoom in on one sphere and address that bit of information. And quite often, you know, we're looking at something, especially if it's for a, for a personal session for somebody, and my mind will be going, but what about this? You know, this is really interesting over here, but this is what we're zooming in on at that time. So uh, my mind becomes very expanded mm -hmm. from, from being a channeler because of what I see when it's happening. Okay. So... So your channeling is really when you're working with somebody. So if you're just sitting around on your own, are you channeling? Do you channel also? Um, not in terms of being a voice channel, because usually I find it's a very alchemical experience. Mm -hmm. So there is, it's usually the result of someone else's frequency and my frequency coming together. And there is something that can be created in that moment, because I really do see that the uh, expression of wisdom is a co-creation between between two, mm -hmm. two or more people. I think that's the beautiful okay. alchemical nature of humanity. The world is in chaos, I think everybody would agree right now. And then we also hear so much about, well, we're at a time of ascension. For our listeners, will you talk about that a little bit? And also then, because I always hear about, you know, we're in the 3D and we're going to the 5D and nobody mentions the fourth dimension. Uh, there's two questions there, two separate thoughts. One is, 
where are we going? And then just define the dimensions a little bit so people who may not be that familiar with it understand the difference between 3D, the dimension we're in now, and the 5D where we're kind of heading. All right. I'm going to distill that the best I can because that's like three books just there, conversation <laughs> in what you've just asked me. There's a lot in that. So so first of all, let me begin with this um, this concept of the humanity or the earth ascending. We don't really like to use the word ascension, actually. And I think because the, the concept of ascension for many people has become a little bit of an escape. Let's ascend and get out of here. Let's ascend to something better. We always like to look at it, and masters always talk about it in terms of descending. And what they mean by that is that more consciousness, more of who you really are, more cosmic awareness, descends into the earth reality and that is what creates a paradigm shift is when consciousness outgrows or expands the dimensional fabric that it's in so when we talk about uh the shift from third dimensional to fifth dimensional frequency if i can best describe the mechanics of third dimensional reality as a very sequential linear dimension that's based on the principle of cause and effect. Cause and effect is the mechanics here. So you intend something and then there is an outcome. That requires a lot of energy donation. It requires a lot of consistency. It's like pushing a ball up a hill. You've got to charge up energy and transfer it. So energy transference and then you have a sense of depletion and then you've got to recharge again. And I think we experience that physically in many ways and mentally and emotionally. But um, it requires consistent focus. Now, the other aspect of third dimensional reality and structure is that it's very much focused on repetition. So we have a cyclical nature of life here in third dimensional. Everything gets repeated over and over and over again. So it's very difficult to experience anything new and it's very difficult to create anything new because everything's been done. And this is what happens when, you, when you're ready for a paradigm shift. Everything's been saturated, all of that experience. So when you're talking about fourth dimensional reality, fourth dimensional reality, some people understand that to be the astral planes. When we talk about 4D, 4D is very intrinsically linked with 3D. It's almost like the recycling of 3D that happens. So we okay. can shift to 4D, but then we come back into 3D experience again. So again, it's that cyclical loop. 4D supports 3D in our view. Got it. Mm -hmm. When we start talking about fifth dimensional reality, it's really about newness. So 5D is out of cycles of repetition. The mechanics for how creation works in 5D is very different. The, the um, rhythm of it is different. We're no longer in a cycle, and that's why a lot of people are talking about the end of the karmic cycle. The newness is more like an open geometry or a starburst. We become multidirectional in our focus. You see a lot of young kids like this now. They mm -hmm. don't yeah. want to keep repeating things all the time. Right. They want new all the time, very fifth-dimensional. We're no longer subject to history, so history doesn't determine what the future is. It basically opens up potential now from one or two doorways to choose from to multiple pathways of potential. Okay. So this is where the earth is moving to now, back to our creative capacity. 
Got it. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, my special guest is Rebecca Dawson. We're going to get into her new book, The Agreement, now. So let's talk about your book. What is The Agreement? Uh, what is it all about? Why is it important now? I have a lot of specific questions about the content there. It's a terrific book. Tell us. Okay, so The Agreement uh, is a really, it's, a, it's not a quick read. It's really the philosophy and principle of consciousness and how it works within our reality. And even though, you know, and probably anyone that's listening to this has done a lot of reading uh, on different spiritual texts and uh, philosophies, a, a lot of that is very much embedded in what we've understood about three and fourth dimensional reality. Okay. The agreement is is the master's expression of how life and reality really works for us as humans and how it works and exists beyond the frameworks that we've come to understand. So okay. I'm super excited about this book. All right, there's two areas I want to get into. One is the, the term, the I exist, the power of that. I've heard I am and things like that. What is different about I exist? What does that mean? I exist, I think, is a very powerful phrase because it really reclaims our humanness. I mean, when you talk about something existing, it exists within mass, within matter. It exists physically because it's one thing to say I am and we can think. And that's very powerful, very, very powerful statement. I am. When we think about I am, we tend to think about ourselves beyond the body beyond our physical capacity, who we are at a soul or spiritual mm -hmm. level. When we start saying I exist, it brings all of that to this, to your physical existence as a human. Okay. It brings it back to earth, heaven on earth. Now, have you broken the, the book into this five pillars here of human experience, body, emotions, relationships, thoughts, beliefs. Do you want to touch on some of those? Well, there's such important aspects of who we are as humans. And you'll notice we use the word humans and humanity a lot throughout this book because it's often the piece that's missing out of a lot of uh, spiritual teachings. What is it to be human? How do we bring the totality of who we are to this? Because if unless we can do that, we don't transition to something new. So the, the first chapter in the book it actually, it, in my view, is incredibly powerful because it does talk about our physicality. And that's mm -hmm. usually the bit that comes last in, in spiritual quests or spiritual endeavors. And, and the, the master's view of the body has always been that the body is not something to transcend. And it's not a container and it's not something that limits us. It's actually the portal to cosmic consciousness wow. it's the doorway to the all and it's usually the last thing we look to hmm. why, why so is that why, why do, please continue <laughs> no no that's a great question why is it the last thing i think because there's so much conditioning about mm -hmm. moving beyond it i don't i don't know about you but i was brought up within some pretty um traditional religious tradition yeah. sure. and it was really about the denouncement of the flesh um, and, and it's the body that slows us down. It's just something we get around in. And yet I think for, for eons on this planet, the truth and the power and capacity of our physical form has been largely forgotten or kept from view. 
And I think that if humanity really understood what the body is actually for and what it can do, we would become so empowered as creators. As part of creation, you mentioned a phrase, creating new blueprints. What What does that mean? Well, when we talk about, as we did before, third and fourth dimensional reality, and everything's in a cycle, you have certain blueprints for experience. You have blueprints for women about what sorts of experiences that women have throughout their lives or spiritual journeys, and the same for men. And and we can become quite familiar with those themes because everybody at some level has experienced these themes, what it is to be a man, what it is to be a woman, what it is to be a child. But if you start to look at the patterns of experience that people have had over hundreds of thousands of years on the planet, it's all virtually permutations of the same experience. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, the karmic cycle supports that repetition as well. Okay. You also have some uh, interesting insights on DNA that are a little bit different than what some people might expect. Talk to us about that, please. Well, DNA, as we understand it, uh, and as the masters describe it, uh, has, it, it, there's an unfurling that's happening with the DNA. The capacity of the DNA is so much more than what we understand it to be. And there are certain... Um, constructs that exist within third dimensional reality, certain belief systems that actually limit us from using the true capacity of the DNA. So there's a huge shift in vibrational frequency that's happening for the planet at this time that is igniting this expansion and unfurling of, of the DNA for humanity. I think, you know, longevity and immortality is one of the most important themes uh, that we don't really understand yet about the DNA because that information has largely been uh, forgotten or hidden from you mm-hmm. for, quite, for quite some time. Again, it brings us back to the capacity of the human design. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, your host, Robert Manny. My special guest is Rebecca Dawson. The new book is The Agreement. Uh, let's see what else we can get into here. The, there's a, also an emphasis on the skin being such an important aspect of the body. Why, why is that and how should, how should we be thinking about the skin differently than we normally do? Well, the skin, this was a real surprise to me when this information started coming through a few years ago. But the masters like to talk about the skin a lot. And they talk about it as the most intelligent organ that we have and that it's still largely understood misunderstood. Uh, They talk a lot about how uh, our medical industry and scientists are going to start to understand the nature of the skin more in years to come. And that our skin actually is the interface between our cosmic mind and our external reality. And it has the ability to sense information. It has the ability to express information to a collective way of being. And I think, you know, if we think about the internet as uh, as we understand it, as a prototype for how information uh, can be distributed, um, the masters talk about how our bodies and our real nervous systems work through the skin in much the same way. Mm. So the skin has an incredible ability to to both read and express information. And I think a lot of people are starting to experience this. There's a lot of people on the planet having skin irritation at the moment. Yeah, as as that flexes. Mm -hmm. You also mentioned, and I think it has to do with the skin also because of hydration, the importance of water. 
Right. Well, water, of, of course, uh, the water on the planet is the embodiment of memory and information systems. The w- water on our planet is really the element that uh, that holds memory, it holds information, it holds coding. And if you think about our bodies, you know, being composed of water as well, not only can water maintain information, it can also be coded for information too. Mm. So it's an incredible system. Now, what what do you want your readers to get out of this book? What's the main takeaway? And how can people put this into action, put the, in, incorporate it in their day-to-day living? to have a better th- life because that's what our look, show is all about of course of course and i think look i think at this time the world's in such an incredible transition there's there's often a push within ourselves to how do we action this how do we create an effect with what we know or what we understand i'm going to take a moment here to to offer an alternative view for 2020 because okay. i think 2020 is a time where we're really being encouraged to come back to ourselves and to ask ourselves the question what is true what is true for me what is my sense of sovereignty with belief right now what actually do i believe and i think that this is a time that a book like this can give you the opportunity to ignite within yourself those questions and those answers what is true for me so i think i my focus at this time, I think, and what I would like listeners to be doing with this book or with anything that's occurring in their lives is to actually just take a moment and see what resonates as true and what resonates as false. And I think this is an opportunity for it 2020. Perfect. Okay. Rebecca Dawson, my special guest on Guys Guys Radio. The name of the book is The Agreement. Where can people find out more about you and your work, Rebecca? So um, I have a website, rebeccadawson.net. There's a lot of free resources on there. There's articles, there's channel links. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel and a Facebook page. I put out free channel links from the Masters every month. Uh, or you can sign up free to a newsletter and get those delivered to your inbox. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. You're a terrific guest and you're doing great work. Keep it up. Thank you so much. It's Guys Guy Radio. Listen, I'll bet you thought that my interview with my guest, channel and author, Rebecca Dawson, had ended. Well, it had, and usually at this time I'm doing my closing comments at the end of the show, but this time it was a little different. After we stopped recording, I was prompted to ask Rebecca if I could ask the masters a question, just out of curiosity. Now, typically when I have the privilege of interviewing someone with highly attuned and developed spiritual gifts, I'll ask for a quick on-air reading, and I must say the results have been astounding. But for some reason, maybe due to the fact that I had recent surgery and I was not feeling in tip-top shape at the time of the interview, and out of respect who has was dealing with some stuff of her own, I did not think that she, quote-unquote, turn on her channel, as, if, as it were, uh, at, for entertainment. I didn't want it to come across that way. So I did not ask her during our interview. But when I did ask Rebecca, off camera, if you will, if I could ask the same question I always ask of her, the masters, which is, what do I need to know right now? She agreed. And I watched Rebecca closely 
as she really physically shifted her countenance and her energy into the background and the masters became present through her. And for the next few minutes, they communicated more directly to me with more love, compassion, and understanding and a lack of judgment than I had ever experienced before in my life. And I'm not making this up. I was awash with what I consider uh, love that was divine and light. And I have never felt more loved and more understood than that night. So I went to bed after the show and I lay in bed and I, I foolishly, I didn't record it, but it didn't matter. I got the message. And that night I lay in bed and I realized that my show is really designed to help and serve people across the globe. And of course, I've benefited from the stories, experiences, knowledge and insights of over 430 guests. Well, the next day I reached out to Rebecca through her publicist inquiring if we could reconnect on Skype so I could ask one more question of the guides and that is to help my listeners. And Rebecca graciously agreed and here we are. So welcome back <laughs> to Guys Guys Radio from Perth, Australia. <laughs> Dawson. Thank you so much for having me again. It's beautiful to share the space with you. Great. So the question really is for your for the masters. And first of all, I want to say thank you once again for them. And I feel them with me. And it's wonderful. I'm so glad that we made that connection. But I really want to help my listeners because that's what I'm here for. So if I may, may I ask them a question now? Sure. Okay. The question is, masters, first of all, thank you again very much. I felt your connection through divine love to me, understanding, non-judgmental, uh, warmth, compassion, insights. I've never felt more loved before, and I, I thank you. For my listeners and for the world in general, this is a time everywhere where there's so much fear, so much anger, so much uncertainty on our planet. It seems like the planet itself, Gaia, is under siege itself, and it's trying so hard to, to uh, repair itself, and people are trying so hard to take care of their families, and that people are afraid and they're angry and they're unsure. And I would like to ask the same thing I asked of you the other day, but for all of our listeners out there, and that is, what do we need to know right now, Masters? Greetings to you, we are with you. And indeed, you are with the earth. It has become a range of you that humanity has. And yet it has not become a range of view of diversity, but rather a very dualistic view of your planet. Humans have forgotten that they are an extension of the earth. Humans have forgotten that they are a part of the whole. And so even in your times of peril, even in your times of great distraction, there is a great yearning within the heart of every human to know that indeed they do belong to this planet. There has been a striving within the hearts of many to be better, to be more, to be improved. And yet this striving to be more has led the awareness of humanity away from its very natural origin. When humanity remembers once again that it is an exhalation of the earth, 
points of reference for the earth, creative fingers from the one source of energy. Humanity will again relax back into the totality of life. If humanity remembers that they are an extension of life, no wonder will they feel the paradoxical weight of burden for the responsibility for life. And indeed, this is a great concern for many humans at this time. This responsibility weighs so heavily, it can push one's own sensibility to give up. And yet it is not giving up that is required at this time for humanity. It is a giving in to the source that is all. Blessed ones, the earth is far more conscious than you know. The earth's natural law is far more powerful than any constructed or introduced systemization that humans become distracted by. And indeed, it is folly to consider that you can attempt to either control or remedy the earth through such constructed systems of order. Instead, this is a time to relax deeply back into the self and understand that it is the same life that sustains the earth that sustains each human. And herein is the understanding that life is. And when we say unto you that the earth cannot be destroyed, we also say unto you that humanity cannot be destroyed. Because hear our words, Humanity's concern for the longevity of the planet is equal to humanity's concern for the longevity of itself. And they should not, nor can they be separated as two separate concerns. Life is, and life will continue to be. So where does humanity put their focus at this time? It is difficult to believe that which is constructed with order, that which is constructed in terms of responsibility and sacrifice. And that indeed is where your attention is being directed at this time. However, it is not satisfactory in alleviating your concerns. So it is time to go within. It is time to understand that the stability that each of you seek is deep within yourself. And indeed, it is the same stability, the same core life that sustains the planet itself. Ye are one, not separate. Understand that the universal forces are far more powerful than any mind-constructed reality that humans might introduce. The question here is not what can you change. The question here is how can you become more of who you already are? Would you not wish this for the planet? How can it become more of itself? Of course.
course. The planet is not designed to mirror the consciousness of the human. Indeed, it is the human that is designed to mirror the consciousness of the planet. And this is the great reversal at this time, a reversal, a reversal of the polarities on the planet, a reversal of energies, a reversal of direction of movement back to the natural equilibrium, whereby once again, humanity recognizes itself as an extension of the earth. Peace be with you, blessed one. Wow, okay. Thank you, Masters. And thank you so much, Rebecca. Anything you want to say uh, before we part? I just feel very blessed to be here at this time. And I think like, like every human, there's so much sense of requirement that we have, requirement to do something, requirement to change something, requirement to take action. And I think that our own sense of life and our own sense of importance for life is, is probably the most powerful thing that we can offer the planet at this time. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca Dawson. Uh, the book is, the latest book is called The Agreement. And you've been a wonderful guest, and the Masters helped me greatly, and this message they just gave to our listeners is wonderful. I hope everybody takes it to heart, and I hope you continue to, to do the work that you're doing because it's very, very important. And thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio. Thank you, Robert, for having me. <laughs> Robert Manny's The Guys Guys Guide to Love is a fast-paced tale of flawed men and savvy women competing for love, sex, power, and money in the city where they play for keeps. It's the men's successor to Sex in the City. The Guys Guys Guide to Love is a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stakes world of Madison Avenue. Available now on Amazon and wherever books are sold. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, that was an incredible discussion with Rebecca Dawson, channel from Perth, Australia, and with the masters who sh communicate through her with uh, loving messages to mankind uh, throughout the world and beyond. So this is something I have never done before. As I mentioned, I went back to Rebecca after the interview through her publicist and asked if I could ask the masters one more question on behalf of the audience because when they read a little bit from me, and I just threw this very simple question out there, what, are, what is it I need to know now? I was overwhelmed with their response and how much love I felt when they were communicating directly to me. It was incredible. And I do not, I'm not the type of person, as you know, I don't exaggerate and I'm pretty direct and it is what it is type of guy. But this was for me a real experience. So I thought for my listeners who I want to serve, I'm going to get Rebecca back here and ask the masters if they would answer that one question, pretty much the same question, what we need to know right now. So I hopefully that was helpful to all of you out there. So what, what did we learn today? Well, a couple of things. Uh, number one, I think we learned that we're all connected. And there is that spark, that universal spark, that universal God spark or spirit spark or universal consciousness spark in everybody. 
And it's something that we never should forget because even if there is the most minuscule particle of spirit within us, that makes all of us part of spirit and incredibly powerful and connected to everything in each other and then much more than most of us believe that we are. And most importantly, that we are loved because God or spirit, if you will, is about love. I think we also learned, at least I learned, that there is a, another level of love beyond what we typically consider, whether it's a love of a romantic love or love of our family or of our pet or of our vanilla ice cream or tequila or whatever it is. There is a new level of love uh, that transcends our day-to-day -day understanding. And I experienced it through the masters. And I think the cleaner that we live through diet, exercise, meditation, and just consuming the right things, whether it's media, food, or drink, or whatever, the more possibilities we have of experiencing uh, spirit, love, and truth. So the third thing I think we learned is we start this process by going within. And with all the turmoil, turmoil around us, this is the most critical time to do this. Now is a perfect time. Now is a silver lining time as things are still you know, open and shut and not completely open yet that, uh, that we need to go inside and work on ourselves. The more you take the time to work on yourselves, the better it is to help others. So I think those are the three things that we, I, have learned during this show today and I think it's one of our most amazing shows. Due to that, again, my special guest today was Rebecca Dawson and her new book is called The Agreement and it's channeling from the master. So whether you're open to this stuff or not, that's up to you. I'm just telling you what I experienced and I go out there and I get guests for you who are gonna bring something new to the table, new for consideration, new for you to chew on. And it's not just disposable, it's not like bubblegum. I try to bring in some real tasty information for you to consider and process and possibly put into action. So, Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA Radio in Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 10.50 AM. The show rebroadcasts on KCAA on Sunday evenings at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, and the podcast and YouTube drop on Thursdays worldwide. We are in an incredible amount of platforms now uh, on Guys Guys Radio. We've got Spotify, we've got iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast and Play, Apple Podcasts, of course, Mixcloud, Listen Notes, Radio Public, Podbeam, Castbox, Podtail, Pod Paradise, TuneIn, Hubhopper, Player.fm, and there may be some more on the way, but we reach all four corners of the globe, and as I've mentioned in the past, we're in the top 100 shows in our category in the UK, in Canada, Australia, and we're working hard to get there in the US also, and I thank all my listeners and my guests for your wonderful support. Now, where else can you check out all things Guys Guy? Well, go to my website, robertmanni.com, and you can download three free chapters of my novel, The Guys Guy's Guide to Love. Again, it's a novel. It's a story about two regular dudes who work in advertising who are trolling around New York City and competing for love and for sex, power and money, the usual stuff. They're on it, they're at it, and they're at each other's throats sometimes, but it's, a, it's kind of a bro book. But I think um, you'll find that there's very strong women characters and the guys 
uh, are understandably flawed, and uh, it's about redemption and love and friendship. And I think you'll have a lot of fun with it. You can check it out on Amazon. You can buy the physical book. You can download the book and read the reviews there. It's gotten fantastic reviews. I'm so appreciative of that. Particularly, uh, Dan Wakefield gave me my cover blurb, and Dan Wakefield wrote Starting Over in New York in the 50s and a whole bunch of very important books, and he calls it the man's successor to Sex in the City. So it's like a rom-com for men, but it's a, really, it's about something. It's not just dee-lee-lee. It's not four ladies sitting around talking about men drinking uh, cosmopolitans, and there's nothing wrong with that. The dudes and guys, guys, guys to love, they roll a little bit differently. They're a little bit more hardcore. But they're real guys, and you know what? Men aren't so bad after all, are they? If you want to support the show, you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts. I think iTunes has gone away for podcasts, so it's Apple Podcasts. And also, once again, on my website, you can check out my 300-plus blog posts on everything relating to life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. It's all free, too. There's lots of in-depth, chunky articles about all types of subject matter that I think are relative and timeless. So I hope you check that out. And it was a pleasure for me to compile those over the years. And I really took a lot of time polishing those to really make some cogent points. So Guys Guys Radio, you could also check me out all across social media. Uh, Robert Manny, I'm on Facebook. I'm, I have a Facebook author page. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. And now uh, we have a YouTube channel that we launched recently, and we're moving, slowly moving that to all video. We just shot our first one, and that'll be coming out with a very special guest from, uh, from a big, big TV show, and that's coming out soon. In the meantime, most of the shows that we've done over the last two years are now showing up on our YouTube channel, so I hope you'll check them out. And again, my goal for our audience and my listeners is bring you the information, bring you the guests that inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and hopefully act. Guys Guys Radio. So thanks so much for your support. Stay safe out there. And as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first.